Okay, 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 okay. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Welcome to High Heels. High Heels. Check it the high heels. <laughs> Podcast all about shoes. Just kidding. It's about wrestling. Ladies who watch wrestling, in their opinions, our opinions. We are the ladies. <laughs> we are the ladies. These are their stories. Bum bum. Do you know where your ladies are? Find out. Christopher Maloney just walks in with that dump truck of an oh ass he's got. I saw like all the tweets about him coming back. I was like, you know, I never really watched SVU a lot, but every time I see him, I'm almost like, dad ass though. I mean, you know me. Yes. You know who I am. <laughs> you know who we are. <laughs> you know what I'm here for. You know my business. You really are the Scott Hall to my Kevin Nash. <laughs> you know who we are. <laughs> Oh my god, we really are. I love that. I love that, like, I just fell into liking Razor Ramon. Like, truly, it was we an really, We only fell into it because we thought he was dead and we felt bad. And then you were like, well, I guess we should watch to make up for the fact yeah. that we thought he was dead. And then dead. I was like, well, let me buy his hoodie because it's funny that a scrawny little white girl is wearing a hoodie that says oozing machismo. <laughs> But no, I love the cockiness of his character because I feel like I am that person all the time. Like, like I don't know why I always, like, in high school and working at a Target at 19, I'd always have a toothpick in my mouth for no goddamn reason just to look cool. I didn't, but I just did. So I just, like, relate to this cool guy who has a toothpick in his mouth. Well, and the thing is, it's like, they tried to recreate it with fake Diesel and fake Razor, and oh it, my they, God. It, you mean de- it didn't work. <laughs> you mean game? Yes, Glenn. Glenn. Like, it didn't work with Glenn because he doesn't have... He's not he, cute. It's not, well, I mean, he's... Well, it's not... Yeah, he's not, but it's different. That's not it. Like, it's not that, it's, yeah. it's not that alone. It's like... Like, Razor, like, Scott Hall is Razor at the end of the day. I was about to say, there's no, like, the line between wrestler and person Mm -hmm. is very blurred or non-existent. Yeah, back then, that was, like, how it was, though. It's like, like you are the personality. I mean, fuck, look at Brian, man. R.I.P., I was about to say, when they're talking about... I can't wait to watch the second episode of Dark Side. Like, that was so good. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and to see, like, because um, at the Sting beginning of the Stone Cold, seeing the Stone Cold documentary a couple weeks ago with the biography, mm. like, he kind of talked about Brian a little bit. And yeah. so it was cool to see Stone Cold come back for this, too. It is really nice for them to go to, like, actual wrestlers and them to be able to, like, openly talk about it. Mm-hmm. Especially people who are in the business so long, and a lot of people, like, the older guys, it's, you know, like, Taker. It took so long for him to finally Dude, Taker break didn't break kayfabe. For I mean, 30 years. Kane had to, like, wear, like, disguises, like, between gigs so people didn't know who he was, like. Yeah, it's just one of those. You really got enveloped in it. It was hard not to. I mean, shit, people got in trouble for, like, writing together because, like, they were kayfabe, like, rivals. 
yeah, but it's just one of those, it's really, it is refreshing for now the, the way the business has changed that they realize that people do want to know you and you outside of the business. It's not just, we like you in the business. We want to be able to like you outside the business as well. And I think it, it was a weird transit. I think it's a weird transition for some of the older guys. And you can tell that some of the older guys are have like either won't transition and their personality is just the wrestler. Like I think a, a good example, of this would be like Ric Flair. Like, well, like, I think one part of it is that, like, back in the day, like, it was definitely more of, like, a show. So, they they were playing more of a character. But now it's, like, they're not just playing characters. They're WWE superstars. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, I don't The line is kind of blurred. But I don't know. But it's cool to be, like, you know, like, fuck, like, Britt Baker being it up down like imagine running into her man i can't believe it dude we, man it's not like we weren't even thinking about it's going not up like down, we're, but what if we had yeah but it was just one of those like damn mm-hmm. like shout out for baker yeah dds she's a dentist and a wrestler and a woman hell yeah she's a triple threat she is she just had any an woman a mother would love she just had an incredibly bloody match recently too. Uh-huh. Mick was Mick Foley was talking about that he thinks it's one of the greatest like women's matches hands down all time. And I think I haven't watched it. I would really like to watch it if you want to at some point. Oh, I would love to. Hell so, yeah. I love like Mick Foley is such an advocate for women's wrestling. Like a couple it, weeks ago how he like called out Vince McMahon saying like hey like, you really do need to have, like, an all-women's network. Like, what's going on? Literally. Like, make us, well, because, like, why like, aren't you? Because, like, there are some independent places that do have, like, an all-women's show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, like, AEW, but who's to say AEW won't do it first, you know? Dude, and if AEW does it first, WWE will be That's pissed. embarrassing. The WWE will be because seriously, they've been leaving money on the table with this. I mean, I've been saying this about them all day, leaving money on the table. Y'all are leaving money on the table left and right. But especially, like, with an all-woman's show. Like, you could highlight talent that you already have, bring in even more talent. Like, oh my god, the possibilities. Like, you want your company to grow. Like, the easiest way to do that is to, like... In a male-dominated sport, is you get women watching. <laughs> it's not rocket science, and it just baffles me. Like <laughs> to this day, we're still having to be like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what we would like to watch too, like wrestling, but it's got to be like appropriate and not just sexist wrestling." Like, well, and like, I don't know. We, I have thought like there. I had thoughts like watching like this week's smackdown and this week's episode of nxt yeah tell me like that. about like tell me your thoughts well i mean shit like nxt has been doing such a good job recently about highlighting their women's wrestling like 
I mean, they fucking main evented this week with an incredible tag team match. Mm-hmm. Like, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart are arguably, like, one of the best, like, women's tag team match, like, tag teams that I've seen in a while. I really enjoy watching them. At least that I paid attention to. Not only just because I like the way they look, the way I, whatever, Dude, but they are energy. both... They're both super strong. They leave it all out there every single week. They're willing to risk, like, everything, and they're not going to half-ass it. They are going to put on a show. They are going to give you a fucking match. And they are going to get your attention and make you watch. Like, the whole, like, when they're matched, like, they used like the whole buffalo with the trash can like they put Indy in the trash can and then like super kicked her from both sides and then they came back with Candace with both of the lids and that was just so beautiful we had ladders we had chairs we had tables we had Shotzi climbing up the fucking like pillars and then breaking the announce table she's incredible and yet, I know. And yet they lost the. I don't know how they lost the titles I truly don't I'm upset about it I don't like Candice LeRae. Indy Hartwell's fine. I think the way is stupid. It's one of those, it really... (laughs) And I know they're doing their job right because I fucking hate them. So I had this really interesting thought when we were watching um, SmackDown. And so we were talking about how, and Bailey brought it up when she was talking about women wrestlers. Mm-hmm. She brought up Alundra Blaze, who we've talked about. Which we brought up Jacqueline, woot, woot, who we woot, talked woot. about. And it's one of those, she talked about that Alundra Blaze held the women's title for three years mm-hmm. while she held the women's title for 380 days. Yeah. So a little over a year. Yeah. And then you look at some of the men holding titles. We have Walter, who's sitting at 700 plus days. We're at Roman Reigns at like 250. He's, uh, he's at 251 today. 250. Okay, I was about to say. Last yeah, time I, I checked, count. it was 242. <laughs> and then I was like, it's mm-hmm. got to be like 250 now. Um, Finn had his for like 190. Or I think less. Bianca's going to have a long reign. And it's just one of those, it's like they will put titles on men and have them hold them for extreme lengths of time and it is kind of obs- it just <clears throat> when bailey said she was the longest reigning i was like so that's the longest anyone's ever held the smackdown title. title i know well because like when i can't remember let me check it when is they just one of those like the titles they do really have like i feel like the women titles change hands a lot more than the men's in certain aspects especially i think if you're going to introduce the nxt tag team champion or like the belts this year like i would at least like i want everyone to be able to have their chance in their title shot i'm not saying that they that the candice LeRae and indy hartwell didn't deserve a title shot but I think it would have, like, I think they need to let the women hold on to the titles a little bit longer instead of just being like, you had, they had it for like what, like a couple months maybe? Like a month or two for these titles? And then now they're just like. Yeah, and then, and it, it's like, like they I said, gave like one of the best performances of the night. I mean, that. 
It was great up until the finish. And then, like, Indy Hartwell, that was a great spot with the table. But I just don't see how Candace... I mean, I just... I Okay, it's because nobody ever gets out of the Wicked Stepsister, and I get it. I just don't know how we got to that point. I don't know where like, I don't the storyline is going to go. I don't understand, like, what's going to happen because of what's going on with Dexter Loomis. And now, like, the the whole flower incident from NXT before with, like, the drama of it all and sending somebody fake flowers and blah, 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 blah. But, okay. It's just one of those, like... It just kind of came out of, like, they just, I feel like they just gave them the titles to be like, here, have the titles. Yeah, it's really annoying. And said, not saying that they don't deserve them at some point, but this ain't it. I just feel like, let, I don't know, I'm all about letting people defend their title for a little bit. I hate it when people get, like, short runs. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. And that's honestly why I'm having an issue with the Dirty Dogs title, tag team title run right now because it's like they've had it for a long time. But we've seen none of them. I enjoy the Dirty Dogs, but you're right. We haven't seen them defend. Or if we have, it's been very rare. It's like I said before, it's been all about like the Street Profits getting the titles back. It's not about the Dirty Dogs currently holding it. Yeah. I I mean, on the topic of SmackDown Hmm. or NXT, do we have any more thoughts? Oh, well, I just, uh, because my stone brain, I was like, let's see when they split the title. So the women's SmackDown title was introduced on August 23rd, 2016. (laughs) And so that's like, so the women's championship turned into the Raw title. Okay. Yeah. Weird. But I... I mean, it's better than the butterfly belt. That fucking diva belt. R.I.P. Port one out for the diva belt. That shit was terrible. The diva championship. Is it bad that I kind of want one? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't I think it's the white trash in me. I just hate it because it's just like, oh, you're a girl wrestler? Here's this butterfly belt. Uh, What if we called them divas and gave them a butterfly belt? Let's call them divas. (laughs) And then we got them tacos in L.A. (laughs) L.A. But no. um, So do you want to talk about... I was say you said you had thoughts about NXT and SmackDown. Which well, yeah, because I have no thoughts about Raw. Like, I literally, like, because I took notes all week, and I have three things for Raw, and none of them are good. Well, one well, of them let's, is not really Let's a, rip off the band-aid. Give me your three, three things. Give me your three things. Give me your three things well, about Raw. I mean, two of them were eye rolls. One is Eva Marie's <laughs> coming back. <sighs> and, like, that whole promo that she cut was... St- Stupid. I don't like... I feel... I'm conflicted because I don't like talking bad about women, but at the same time, Eva Marie and Carmella drive me fucking nuts. It's because... Yeah, it's just because, like, they're over-sexualized. They're... Kind of like this bimbo personified female they bring in who they want pretty much for like the men to simp after 
and buy after, and they really can't wrestle, and there's pl- a, their spot could be used so much better and will release other people, but... Well, I mean, at least Carmella is, like, a former SmackDown women's champion. Is Eva anything? Let me look her up. I don't think... I think they gave stuff to Eva... But they were also, she was also still getting you can't wrestle chance when they were giving her these things. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let me see. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for No, being but such I like, I get how you feel, and I feel so conflicted because. I don't It's just we got rid of fucking Peyton Royce and we're bringing back Eva Marie. We got rid of Chelsea Green, but we're bringing back Eva Marie. We got rid of Billy Kay, but we're bringing back Eva Marie. Don't forget Mickey James. Mickey James! But we're bringing back Eva Marie. Okay. 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 That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) My cup is too big. (laughs) Your cup is runneth over. Lubricate. And then read that bitch. No, but it is, it does suck to be like, I don't want to talk down other women because like, I'm sure like. Like, I can't fucking wrestle. I can't, I literally, people change, you can't wrestle at me. And so, like, (laughs) it is, like, commendable to be like, okay, you are doing that. But it's one of those, I think that it's not fair to those who have put in a lot more work and a little bit more polished to give a main roster spot to somebody who they kind of are just using for eye candy, purposefully. And, I don't know, it just feels mad disrespectful as a wrestling fan to have somebody be brought out who is just really only there to get the views. It's like with the low it's like when they bring out celebrities. Like some celebrities I'm okay with, but when they brought out like Logan Paul, like you're just doing this to get the views. And like, it's like you're it's not even like you don't care who's watching at that point. You don't care who your audience is. You just yeah. want an audience. And I don't know. On I'm one the hand, type. like, that's business, but... But on the other hand, don't you want, like, a business of, like, people who are passionate and, like, do care about it? Like... I don't think there's such thing as a business with integrity. I don't... <laughs> that doesn't exist in the wrestling oof, world. Uh, oof. Yeah. Ooh-ah, indeed. Ooh-ah, indeed. Ugh. Sips tea. Um, but yeah. So, I had that. I said... Where the fuck is the fiend slash Bray Wyatt? And what I don't I'm understand. I'm losing interest in. Yeah, I understand. I don't. I don't care. Like elect this Alexa Bliss turn is cool, but I want to know who is her opponent going to be a woman in the women's division? Is it going to be Bray? Like, just give me something other than, like, teasing this Lily character that I'm afraid is going to be Nikki Cross, and I don't think it should be. I think Nikki Cross is a good enough wrestler that she doesn't need to be tied to Alexa Bliss. Not anymore, especially when she hasn't been for so long. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. Unless that's what she wants. Like, I, I constantly say that. If that's what they want, then I'm cool with it. 
I think my big beef with Raw right now is, uh, and you know that I kayfabe, I kayfabe hate Orton. Yeah. But I do, I do like him as a person. You hate that he's with the bro. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate RK bro. I hate that he's... They have two wins. (laughs) Yeah. They might I hate that they're potentially going to be going after the tag team titles. Yeah, that's a potential... that they are <clears throat> building towards like them being kind of like like you know a a big tag team and i really think Randy deserves better and i don't think he deserves it at all what other titles has bro had other than the us has he had the intercontinental championship yet uh please Here, hold while I I can no i can look it up you've been looking cuz like because I'm thinking they could be setting him up to be, like, to, what's it called? Not Grand Slam. Uh, when they have all of the titles. A Grand Slam. Yeah. You win four. Yeah. Yeah. You win a tag team. You win the WWE. You win the Intercontinental. You, you win the U.S. Yeah. So far, because I know he's won the U.S. If he wins this tag, like... Because that's the reason why they put the tag team on AJ. So, the only thing he's ever won, he was a one-time NXT tag team champion with Pete Dunne. That doesn't count. Um, and then he had the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Because he hasn't been on, he only moved to main roster in May last year. That's right. So, we... Came in right after. Um, That's right. I he he tried that. to go for the Intercontinental when AJ held it, but he did not succeed. Well, and I remember there were talks of him getting the... Wasn't he going to get the heavyweight championship for a hot minute, but then that push got stopped or something like that? No, I think from everything I read, they were always vying towards that U.S. championship. Especially when Bobby held it. Because they had to set Bobby up for that WWE championship. I don't know. I'm just afraid they're going to put a rocket to that boy. Yeah, that's why I'm not okay with Orton tag-teaming with him and them trying to go after titles. is because they're trying to put him over. And I it's, want him to get buried. Isn't he already over? I mean, yeah. I thought people already liked him. People we do just don't like, like him. <laughs> yeah, so if I don't like him, he ain't over. Sorry. <laughs> we those... make the rules. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. My show, my rules. But, um... But, yeah. I mean, yeah, Raw has sucked recently, so... Whatever. It has. Like, oh, yeah. That was, um... Like, all that Charlotte bullshit, and now we have two triple threat matches... At Backlash? We do. Oh, yeah. You haven't watched Raw yet. Yeah. Um, I figured so Raw was another repeat, so not I fam, didn't feel so bad. So now, uh, the women's champion... Raw's... Bleh, 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 I just had a stroke. Take two. <laughs> women's Raw tag... No, oh, my God. <laughs> what is wrong with me? The women's championship. It's now Charlotte, Rhea, and Asuka. <coughs> Why? Because Charlotte threw a fit and she, like, won a match or something like that. I can't remember. 
But but yeah, so that's a triple threat now. And then Braun won a match, so now he's in with the Lashley. Bobby Lashley and Drew. See that one? I mean, we all knew both of those were coming, but I'm just like, I, it's annoying that it's two triple threat matches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think like, some, raw, the raw writers are—they're lazy. They are. Obviously, they're bringing back Eva Marie. They're lazy as fuck. It's copy and paste. It really is. It is one of those. I am concerned, like you said uh, last time, that triple threats are used in order to make a champion not seem weak. Yeah. I don't think Bobby's going to lose the title, though. You don't think? I hope not. Because I remember last week you were fairly concerned. I know. Every week it changes. <laughs> no, but it is one but of those, like, like, I would be concerned as well because I don't think, I mean, if this is supposed to be the almighty era, like, he needs to be able to hold on to the title longer. Well, I'm wondering I might if, not like that he holds the title, but he needs to have a long reign. Because I'm thinking that, because I've had, I've had time to think. I have clarity now. Clarity. I bought an orchid, so now I have clarity. <laughs> His name is Owen. Yes, shout out to my new son, Owen. You got him on his birthday, right, too? Or the um, day before? The day before his birthday, Happy yeah. birthday, Owen. Happy birthday, Owen. R.I.P. Also, same as uh, Kevin Owen's birthday. So, happy not birthday. R.I.P. to Kevin Owen's, but happy birthday. It's funny that a lot of my favorite tw- uh, wrestlers are Tori. It's not funny. It's it completely sense. on brand. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have a theory about Tauruses. Like, I mean, we're bulls. We're cows. So, like, we're no. like herds. We we gravitate towards no. each other. We're like... <laughs> Through, you're like, hey, I like your cow energy. Hey, I like your cow energy. I like your horns. <laughs> but what was I saying? <laughs> Um, we were talking about... Oh, yeah, but no, um, so I think that Braun was brought in, not to make Bobby... I think Bobby's gonna keep it, and he's gonna pin Braun. I think it's so Drew doesn't look weak. That'd be smart. Because they're still trying to keep Drew up, and for what... Actually, not for whatever reason, they're kind of burying Braun. (laughs) I mean, yeah. At least, I will say, I didn't hear... A train horn. Not to say it didn't happen. I I didn't. Okay, I must say I didn't watch it, so I can go back and look for it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch it, I'll watch it with you. Hell yeah! But yeah, and then do you want to talk about NXT? Because we just watched NXT. That shit was titties. Um, I love Saray. Every time her little theme music goes, like, I'm always just like, yes, I love Saray. She's just this five foot, like, one. Just, she's just ripped. She's just like, a, she's a little powerhouse. Like, if I, if you just saw her walking around and be like, oh my God, I love her. And then you just see her wrestling, you're like, oh my God, I love her. Especially when she, like, suplexes and goes into a back bridge on her tiptoes automatically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, girl, she just does that. Like, she just goes full force every single time. I love her. She's a powerhouse. I'm so glad NXT got her. Their women's division 
is arguably, Dude, I think, better than uh, women's wrestling. That's it. They're women. They know how to do. Women, they do women's wrestling right. They do it right. They really do. And I do like the SmackDown's women's division. I do really like it. But like mm-hmm. NXT has my heart because those women are just they they fight for their they fight they fight for their spot they deserve everything they get and like they treat their women right in nxt um i think it's because vince has nothing to do with nxt um i mean he does but i don't think he gets final say on a lot of it because i know paul is in charge of it well and what i enjoy about the women in nxt is that the ones who do end up going up to the main roster is they've they don't get lost in the shuffle. It's like, because the woman who came from NXT, it's like, it's Becky Lynch. It's Sasha Banks. It's Bailey and Charlotte. And now it's the new Bianca. era with Bianca and Rhea and those women. Like, Bianca is going to have that title for a long time. She better. If that's my issue, is they don't give women title reigns that I believe are long enough. They give men long title reigns, but the women's. Like, they change hands so frequently. I think with the with the women's division on SmackDown, like, Bianca has a lot of women that will help her build up her era. Like, a lot of women who have been there for a long time that will be willing to, like, put in the work for her. Yeah. Because that's, that's what I love about the women's division, is that they're all, for the most part, really supportive of each other. So the interesting thing I, I was like thinking about when we were watching NXT... Is when we were watching the Leon Ruff and um, Swerve, Isaiah Swerve, Swerve Scott. I love him. So, but here's the thing: the NXT roster is so big that I was like, I honestly, I haven't watched this guy. And then the same with Saray's opponent. I was like, oh, I am yeah. not. I was like, Zeta, she's really like, good. I was like, that shows you how many people they have in NXT and how many people they're bringing up. And it just shows you how many of the same people you see on the roster over and over and over and over again. To see somebody that I'm like, I don't know who that is. That is so refreshing to me because I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm getting into. Like, And I will say that. Granted, we didn't get to see it in the Hulu edit. Also, Hulu edits a lot, so that doesn't help our case. Yeah, but I will say this. Last week on Raw, they did showcase more wrestlers that they don't that we don't always see. Like, Umberto Calrio and Angel Garza had, like, good moments. But unfortunately, because Hulu edits out an hour and a half of the show, we did not see it. That's, like, the worst part is because, like, they edit out so much, and I'm like... It it's so it's so bad in terms of business for the wrestling fan because it's like they like maybe these are great fucking matches and maybe they're building great fucking storylines but I have no knowledge of it and it makes me feel like shit because these wrestlers are putting in the work but they don't get it they don't get the views they don't get it and then like I, I don't know if this is right, but hopefully when they go to Peacock, it's everything, like the whole three hours. Unless I mean, they we'll just have to take, check, because we'll honestly, check. I, never, I don't know. I never checked on the network when they would add it yeah, like, back in the day. It's like, I've already seen it. Like, exactly. I don't need to. But that would like be the, interesting the to check out. The that I'm watching are like... The three from, hours. From 20 years ago. Hell yeah. <laughs> when it was just a two hour Raw. Yeah, Raw is also when long it had, as fuck. Raw is war. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I love Raw's War, man. You sounded like a South Park character seeing the Raw's War thing. Every time I sound like they tick her jabs, but it's the Raw's War. No, but SmackDown was also good, and we watched that today as well. Oh my god. Can we. Opens the door. Can we talk about. SmackDown is up! Can we talk about Paul Heyman for five seconds? Um, <laughs> that fucking Ted Bell salute. I fucking died. I you're also that. a Heyman mark, so. <laughs> oh my god. It was so good. It was one of those, like, when they first said Ten Bell salute, I was like, that's mad. It, like, it, I think it just, like, made me feel like. Especially since we were watching, like, the Brian Pillman stuff recently. And we did watch the oh, Raw dude. after they yeah, after Pillman had been... Because I've been watching through, like, 1997 Raws. Yeah. And it, it's the Raw right after Kane's debut. It's the Raw at Kemper Arena where it's they a give a 10-bell ten bell salute. And the first person they show is Owen. So, like... I don't want to be. I don't want to sound mean about it. Forgive me for being a little like not okay with that ten bell salute that Heyman did because it just didn't sit right on on top of all the stuff we were watching, and I don't know. It's you can be like a heel, but like I just like I, I hate mean, being. I didn't think dis- of it. I didn't think of it so, like that. It, I don't know. I just like hate the disrespect behind it. Like I, I'm such a person to hate disrespect, kayfabe or not. Oh my I hate gosh! It. I didn't it was like that i know but i'm just like one of those people i'm just like sensitive because i'm just a bitch <laughs> sip wow <laughs> yeah spit it spit spit or swallow <laughs> okay my mom <laughs> we'll edit it out i was out. not raised to spit anything <laughs> except for mad except for mad reps Sick beats. Oh, but, um, <laughs> oh, 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 break out a bad rap or a sick beat right here. Um, Start rapping basic thugonomics, and like it'll be the greatest day of my life. I don't like John Cena, so why would I have that memorized? Because you secretly love him. <laughs> that would never happen. That is the one never. I will say, I will never like John Cena. So it, okay, so that would be like your. If if I get a phone call from you and you're like, hey, I love John Cena, I'm like, where are you? Where do I need exactly. to come find That's you? That's how you know what? I'm. Why are you in danger, <laughs> girl? Girl, you in danger? You're like, in danger, girl. Like you're in danger. Oh, you're in danger. Yeah. You're just like all I hear is like, oh my god, you can't see me. I love John Cena. I'm like, send me your location right now. Honestly, like, where why are am you? I not already sharing my location with you? We've been roommates for three years i mean like because you're usually home or at work that's you're fair usually never really, like same wow. i'm usually not Read really me like, same i'm usually at home or work or like Dra- i'll be like i'm at the store and i'll be back like drag me come for me god damn i'm fucking scout just rip my wig right off you ripped mine uh, earlier so <laughs> called a receipt <laughs> i mean listen 
Um, it's in my nature. Like when I say, I'm a cow, I like to. <laughs> Dude, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh. I just want to relax. I think, like last week when I was out with Sierra and Morgan, again, I was a little crossfaded. I said three times in one hour, maybe an hour and a half. Guys, I just want to quit my job and, like, disappear into the woods and just, like, live in a field. I just want to, like, live on my own. She just wants to disappear into the woods. I just want to be the Never witch of the woods. Never to be seen again. Which is hilarious, because I'm definitely not a country person. I'm 100% a city gal. Where's but, the bathroom? Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean there are bugs? But I'm like... <laughs> You just hear screaming. Oh you just God. like it's just a video and it's just forest and all you hear is going. Ah! Oh my God! I'm just having flashbacks of like every time a mouse has run at me in this house. Oh my God! <laughs> She's a bike. Oh my God! Okay, that one that was like coming from under the oh, couch. Dude. He was like, he came for me specifically. <laughs> he saw you. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Boo, bitch." <laughs> I'm the boogie man. <laughs> uh, Can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> that mouse booker T, ironically. Yeah, I mean, he booked his T right out the door. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So five. That was good. Yes. <laughs> nah, but SmackDown was good. Sazero Sma- got a lot of... Sazero! <laughs> Cesaro had a great fucking match, and then when he came back uh, at the end, I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Like, we on SmackDown, we were fed, because we got good wrestling, and we got good wrestling. Because, like, Jimmy with everything with the Usos was gold. Jimmy Uso coming back, and I feel like I called it for the longest time, and I think they're going to... Well, when I say longest time, I was like, back, back in the hell in the cell when that shit was going on, I was like... I think at some point when Jimmy comes back from his injury, it's going to be one of those, you're going to have to choose your brother, you're going to have to choose Roman. And I think they're going to let it like ride out for a little since he just got back, but I can't wait for the brother versus brother fight. We're definitely going to get it SummerSlam. Oh yeah, it's definitely going to be SummerSlam. <laughs> oh I was about to say, it's SummerSlam God. for sure. That, is su- that would be such a good SummerSlam fight. Literally, like, brother versus brother. I don't think they've ever fought each other before like this. No, because they're always together. Exactly. They've always been a tag team. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Jimmy win. I mean, because we haven't seen Jimmy in so long. <clears throat> I think for the story, it would be interesting for Jimmy to win. When was the last... I guess the last thing Jay won was the Battle Royal, Andre. Cause yeah. I'm like, what, what was he? What has he won recently? Nothing. He's like Dominic Mysterio. I'm like, what have you done for me lately? Like, <laughs> speaking of Dominic, that boy needs to wash his mouth out with some um, soap. I am. I know I said this earlier, but I need to say it on the mic. I am upset <coughs> that I didn't get any any references from Dominic. Any like, what's it called? Um, homage. Any homages or anything to his late father, Eddie Guerrero. Like his he wasn't wearing his tights. You really He didn't do a frog splash. (laughs) 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 I wish you guys could see. 
see my face. We need to start recording these. Yeah. <laughs> I think the funniest thing, <laughs> speaking of Eddie Guerrero, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> swiping through Hinge, and I saw, it was like, a, somebody like wrote a fact, and he was like, one thing about me is like, I don't, and it said, I don't lie, cheat, or steal, and I was like, you're not for me then. <laughs> I was like, "You're you ain't Eddie. If you like, if you gotta be all three for me, boy." I'm like, "Oh my god." Oh my god! Did I tell you? I didn't tell you what that guy on Tinder said to me. <gasps> what? Guy? I ended up leaving. It was some dude. I ended up leaving him on red. It's like story of my life, story right? Of <laughs> but not. He said. Hey there, gorgeous. Oh, God, sorry. I can't take it seriously already. I'm not really into wrestling, but I'd sure love for you to put the moves on me. Oh, my God. (laughs) What did he say? Or what did you say? I didn't say anything. He said, after that, he said, don't unmatch me. Don't unmatch (laughs) me. He said, I'm trying to stand out so you'll reply to me. Oh, poor And then I never replied. Is he cute, though? I mean, yeah. I mean, he's all right. I mean, I swiped right on him at one point, so. At one point, I thought he was somewhat attractive. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate the effort. Well, it's like... Uh, my WWE boy introduced himself by doing the entire New Age Here's Outlaws the thing, with a gif. But he put a gif, though, and that was really the cream of the crop for me. I appreciate the swing, but it was but a miss. A, but strike three <laughs> already. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it, was like, it was like one of those cartoons where you just, like, sp- ballerina spin and you just do three Sorry. really quick strikes. <laughs> I just threw three balls really quickly, so it was just one strike, but it was three strikes. Well, okay, here was the thing. Okay, strike one was the joke. Strike two was my response, and then strike three was the fact that at that at the point, by the time that he had sent all that stuff to me, I had less interest in finding anybody, so I... You were like, oh, you're like, this this isn't how... You're like, you know, I don't see myself telling somebody, like, this cute story of how he... No, it's not for me. (laughs) Like it ain't for me. It's like, ugh. but no, um, Cesaro. It's great. Like that. What was I thinking? It gave me okay. So I think it was March third, nineteen ninety seven. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog had an incredible match on Raw, mm-hmm. and it was just like full of like all of these like, like it was like ballet like the way like they were like flip and like go into moves and everything and that Cesaro and Rollins match gave me like waves waves of Owen and Bulldog like it was two masters in the ring just like dancing together and it clicked there was like sparks I want more like I really wish we were gonna get more they work really well together it's so much fun watching two pros like go at it like that. It is one of those I, I kayfabe hey Rollins. I'm starting to like him a Dude, little that, bit more. But I he is an Rollins excellent now. he is an excellent worker. Like I like I don't diss any of the talent. He is arguably one of the like he is a very talented wrestler and it is so crazy to see him 
carry Cesaro and be able to like throw him but also be like quick and like do all this shit and it, it is really incredible to see these two guys I am excited for the potential lead up for a mini old I guess shield reunion yeah in terms Rollins of, versus Reigns I would love a Rollins versus Reigns fight especially Dude, I'm here for that I said that. I like, am so... Again, uh, my notes. I, yeah, I saw it when you turned it around. But yeah, I, I would inevitable. be really excited for that, especially since Ooh, they changed the scene. I would like for it to, but also, like, I don't know how... they Maybe they want to build on it for a while. Well, I feel like... Well, I feel like that's a long enough build. That's, like, three pay-per-views away. Yeah, we got Money in the Bank. We got Backlash, Money in the Bank, Extreme oh, Rules. so that's four... Yeah, four away. What's after Extreme Rules? Well, I would assume it's SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for including. Yeah. But, I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see, especially since they changed Roman's music, so, like, truly oh, R.I.P. Carmina Barana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> truly R.I.P. to the shield. Like, oh, oh. Reigns is... Yeah, for real. Champion. No! Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, I was gonna let you have your moment. <laughs> Brought to you by Sarah singing. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> no, I'm apologizing to everybody out there. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> no, but um, the Tamina and Reginald I'm pull his all, hair. I'm loving all of the intergender matches that we've been getting lately, and that one was beautiful. It is nice to see more, like, intergendered matches. Mm-hmm. We've it's been sp- getting a lot of it, especially on SmackDown, because last week we had the triple tag well, with Bianca and SmackDown is so much better. We've already discussed this. I don't want to say that I've always been saying that. I know you've always been saying that. <laughs> The only thing that's wrong with SmackDown is that I've got to wait until fucking Sunday afternoon to watch it. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's my afternoon delight on Sunday. Hey. Yeah, hey. for real though. Because usually by the time I get home from work, if I work, uh, SmackDown's up. Get my SmackDown, gonna watch it right, gonna get some afternoon delight. See, I can do this all fucking day. I'm one of those annoying white people. Did I tell you about the band that played that at work one time? And I was just at the outside bar like, um, um guys, this is a, a family-friendly uh, dog park. I didn't know you guys played songs about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> can I just come Dude, in and say... Dude, the guy this wait, past I... weekend was... He... Oh, my what God. What do you have to do to be a DJ there? Because, like, I can get a speaker... No. I can play. It's not just as somebody with a phone and a speaker. It's like a full DJ setup. Like, they actually are spinning. Oh. I can get a speaker. No, we have those. Oh, you'll provide it. Just give me, use my phone. Oh, so that's the aux cord. the aux cord. Yeah, for real though. Could you imagine me just rolling up and playing my vodka amp playlist? I would. I, number nine, take <laughs> I always told um, uh, 
<laughs> Sam that I always, uh, Sam for the longest time, uh, Sam W that I would I always wanted to be able to play Candyland at oh, Barquet. That's not family friendly. I don't give a fuck. Sometimes it's not family friendly at Barquet. It's a oh it's a bar like. I mean, I say that like my vodka amp playlist is family friendly. It's literally called yeah, the vodka amp. That's why I like work in that little kiosk bar because I'll just like vibe out on my own. And I'm like, I think one time I played the Bad Touch by Bloodhound Gang, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um, oh, uh, Dolph Ziggler's pony. <laughs> I know we already talked about uh, to the quote Sarah. Event. He looks like a My Little Pony. I mean, he was just giving me like if a My Little Pony were a rock star wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's just like I think. Okay, it still. Just I might makes get me sued. Laugh. For, I I might get sued for this, but I think Dolph Ziggler is a bisexual icon. <laughs> uh, like allegedly. Allegedly, I would like to think he is. Apparently he's really athletic in bed, so I'd like to know. I mean, oh, fuck me, man. Well, that that's not me. I mean, I am asked. And <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, if you're free later. No, I'm kidding. You're free on Thursday. <laughs> I'm not... I mean, I'm available Friday, but he has SmackDown, so I'm like, Nick, ah, but then... Nope, you see, our schedules don't work. <laughs> that's the one... That's, that's it. It's the one thing that won't work. The schedule. <laughs> schedule. <laughs> it's like me thirsting after Dave Batista. Like Dave Batista's been putting on some great fucking content oh my God. on he Instagram. He always puts on good content. And it's just one of those like I think like I see a lot of myself in Dave Batista. And to quote my best friend, um, my type is literally myself. Um, so I think him and I would get along. We both have Medusa tattoos. We both have pit bulls. We both love records. Um, You're both he, vaccinated. We're both vaccinated. We both got the <laughs> Fauci ouchies. Um, he just seems like a really fun dude. I'd... He's a loud eater like your dog. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that wouldn't get along, I don't think our dogs would get along. But um, I, mean, I mean, once Bowie gets used to people, he just needs to get used to people. Yeah, he needs to get a little bit better, but, like, all the time Dave Batista just posts, I'm like, oh, if only I lived closer, I'm like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the distance it's that's the holding distance. us back. It's not the fact that he's, like, double my age, a famous, famous human being, and I'm just, like, some 25-year-old fucker with a podcast. <laughs> like, but Here's if you're thing, hearing though. this, Dave Batista. I'd love to go out with you anymore. Here's the thing. We're both very fuckable. <laughs> Not to... Thanks. <laughs> I'm tooting my... It's tourist season. I'm Toot- tooting my own horn. I'm a very fuckable person. Like... <laughs> I mean, I got the references. Not necessarily a thing you should be saying, but, like, I got a good... I got a good amount of references if somebody needs to double check. see. Is that good? Is that good for you? Is that good for you? Like I was saying before, I'm a very fuckable person. Is that good for you? It's great for me, man. Thanks. (laughs) I'm gonna go... I'm fucking embarrassing. Embarrassing. Well... Oh my god. Excuse excuse us for the the technical difficulties. Like I said, if you want our audio to get better... (laughs) Yeah. We can put in a little sponsorship there. Wow, listen to that sponsor. Thanks for sponsoring us. 
fill in blank here. <laughs> Hello? Fresh? Um, but, um... <laughs> I know, I can't even take credit for that. That's something stupid that, um, another podcast does. Nice. And every time they do it, I'm just like, Ugh. But then I did it, so I'm no better than them. Yeah. Do we want to get to... Do we want to get to the wow? Or do we have anything else we want to talk about in terms of wrestling, current well, wrestling? Well, there was just one thing that I was thinking about today. Because Mick Foley, the other day, he tweeted that he never liked seeing people thrown on their heads and that there's life after wrestling. And there were oh, several matches this week that made yeah. me think of that quote in particular. Like, a, spe- like a couple of, on NXT, like a couple spots on SmackDown. There's a spot on SmackDown that I'm just immediately thinking of this week is during the... The 10-man match? The 10-man match yeah. when Otis just got fucking nailed in the head. Like, yeah. I... Like, I was just like, holy shit, I hope he's okay. Like, that was a bump. Mm -hmm. Like, Montez, like, really, like, holy shit. Like, and it was a great fucking match, but, like, there was a lot of flying in that match. And don't get me wrong, like, they they all know what they're doing. They're all professionals. They do it all the time, but it's just, like, it's one thing when you do it into a big pile of dudes, and then it's another thing when Montez just did it onto a guy. A guy. And then there was another guy when, like, a guy jumped and he landed on his leg, and it could have been bad. Like... Freak accidents happen all the time. I mean, fuck, we've all seen that Sid, Psycho Sid video, bud. No, we've we all haven't. seen that. Le- well, because, no, because I've purposefully avoided it because I, I just his I, leg like, goes pro- probably snapped. <laughs> yeah, it was probably like the fucking Joe Theismann um, football injury. It's, oh my god, it's exactly like that. Yeah. But it, it's just, yeah, it's a visceral, I it's a visceral injury. Well, there was um <clears throat> this <laughs> this fact is sponsored by my dad. Um, I don't know the player name, but this was back in like twenty. I'd like I'd like to say like twenty ten through one of these years through like thirteen. There was a baseball player and he um, swung, hit a home run, like clear out of the park. Running the bases, comes to home base, lands on his leg wrong and like his leg shattered. His leg shattered. It was just... It is one of those freak of nature incidents. Like, there was was nothing wrong with the shoe. There was nothing wrong with the plate. It was just one of those, like, the bone just... Like, his legs snapped. God. Say your prayers and take your vitamins, kids. Well, it's like when my... When I... My foot fractured... Yeah, you just stepped. I, I took a step down the stair and my bone snapped. And I literally had... Like, my neighbor was like, oh, that popped loud. I was like, yeah, usually my feet pop kind of loud. So I thought nothing of it until I stood up. And I was like, there's something wrong. It's like, ow. Ow. Yeah, so it's one of those, I'm already a clumsy person. So when people tell me to be careful, I'm like, there's nothing I can do. Like, the universe was just like, break. (laughs) Excuse me. Hot. Sorry. So fuckable. <laughs> Full circle. It's like, big shocker. The girl with four beverages it's is got Belchie. a burp. <laughs> um, but other than that, the 10-man the match was really good, except for the finish, um, with having 
the I hated that finish Corbin, again. Corbin, Zane, Cruz, everyone. And and like the worst part was like I loved Biggie, Shinsuke, Street Profits, Kevin Owens. I was like that's I was like that's Sarah's dream team. I was so happy to see Shinsuke again. We haven't seen him in a long time. Especially when he said we want the smoke. I was oh like, yeah. We do. That was so fucking good. Like yes, man, that really was a good fucking team. <laughs> Me driving to work listening to Shinsuke's Nakamura's <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love uh. them. But no. But I'm I am excited about the Sami Zayn build up against uh, Apollo Cruz because I I, I mean Sami Zayn's my Intercontinental Champion. I w- I would want <laughs> Sami to win it because I don't like Apollo Cruz. I like Apollo Cruz. I just don't like this current like character gimmick. choice. I, it's the gimmick that's really putting me off. He's a great wrestler. He's a great worker. Say, I shouldn't. Um, that's what. Be specific when you say like, you don't like his current gimmick. I don't Apollo like Cruz as a wrestler. Is as a wrestler, wrestler, he's great. But I feel like this gimmick is just. It's almost mad disrespecting him and his abilities as a wrestler because the gimmick is so fucking distracting, mm-hmm. and it's it literally an accent came out of nowhere. In terms of them, one day he had it, the next day he, like, he didn't have one, the next day he did. And so it's just one of those, it's like, it truly shows they really didn't have anything else for him, so they decided to put this gimmick on him, and then they were like, okay, now they got a gimmick, now you can have a title. Because they took away his U.S. championship, mm-hmm. gave it to fucking Bobby, I will say, and then Bobby gave it having, to Riddle. Having the Intercontinental Championship is a step up. Like, I was listening to, um... Don't judge me. I was listening to Talk is Jericho. And, um, I mean, I it can't judge it. you. We were watching the Stone Cold one, and I was, like, kind of enjoying it. Because he's got good stories. But it's I was, like, I'm stories. listening to old ep- older episodes, and it was the uh, Bret Hart interview. Of course. And Bret Hart was, well, listen, it just happened to be the next one, and I just happened to have the time. Um, <laughs> but, My um, thumb just happened to press play. <laughs> I just happened to skip the one before it. Um, but, <laughs> but no, he and said the other four. there was a time that the Intercontinental Championship was like the second to the heavyweight championship. I can see that. Like, I can that, like, see that. It had so time. much more prestige. Like, I mean, that's it, why it meant something. Like, back when, like, Owen Hart had it. Or, like, back when the Bulldog won it and fucking Wembley Stadium, they fucking, like, head, like, main evented that. Well, remember the. And Brett the whole had reason- to fight for that. That almost wasn't the main event that night. Fun well, fact. remember the whole reason that ladder matches exist in the first place is because they had to unify the Intercontinental Championship between Shawn Michaels and uh, Risa Ramon at WrestleMania 10. And that's a great fucking match. And Razor retained it. So. Of course he did. But it is one of those. I think before the Universal title got put into play, it definitely had more of a oomph in terms of, like, there weren't, there wasn't, so there were only three titles you could get. Mm-hmm. You get the the WWE heavyweight, whatever, whatever they're going to call it at this moment. Because it fluctuates well, guess- between names sometimes, because it used to be the World Heavyweight, and now it's just the WWE Championship. But for a while, I think they said the WWE Heavyweight, right? Or am I just like talking? No, out of it's my the ass? same. It's the same thing. It means the same thing, pretty yeah. much. It's just like the number one. Yeah. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, though, 
Okay, so, like, because we've got the two brands. And so that's why we have the Universal and the World Heavyweight. And so technically by splitting that, the IC is, in theory, if you're just looking at the show on its own, it is still technically in the same spot as it was. It was never demoted. But when you look at the at the sh- like shows as a whole, as WWE brand as a whole, mm-hmm. that is when the belt in my eyes gets demoted. Does that make sense? Yeah. As stupid as that sounds. Because Raw gets WWE and the US. Mm-hmm. SmackDown gets Universal and the IC. And it's one thing I do kind of, like I understand having the different brands like with ro- like the main roster having two different brands. But because in theory you would get in theory you should see more wrestlers that way. Yeah, but I would love more crossover. Like fuck, I kind of hate having like the draft and the brands and all that stuff because I would like more crossover just like like more like tweeners like well, fuck. That's, that's kind of what I enjoy about the women's tag team championship is you can be on whatever brand <laughs> the you want. The unfortunate thing is, is we're just getting a hell of a lot of Nia Jax. Yeah. And I don't mind. Kind of, I like seeing Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I wish I enjoyed Nia Jax more. And, I, and I've said this before. I kind of wish they did that with the men's tag team. Like, because they have the Raw and the SmackDown. I would rather them have one unified and have, like, the tag, any tag team on those brands be able to go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love that a lot more. Because, like, fuck. You don't know when the tag team's going to show up. You don't know if they're going to show up on Raw or SmackDown or fuck, they'll go on both. Well, and the thing is, it's like for a company that doesn't really take their tag team wrestling seriously all the time, like they're very king of ripping apart tag teams that work really well and then just like throwing together two really good singles wrestlers and saying, oh, you're a you're tag, tag team, team now. now. Like, and granted, don't get me wrong, the company is historical for doing that. Like, I mean, wrestling companies in general, I mean, again, look back at the Hollywood Blondes with Stone Cold and Brian Pillman. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Stone Cold was just coming and he's like, hey, we gotta come up with a finish. We're a tag team now. We're a tag team now. Yeah. God. God, Brian Pillman was hot. He really was. R.I.P. His son's hot. His son is hot. He. Brian Pillman Jr., if you're, if you're available on Friday. He wears the mullet well. Okay. Weirdest DM slide <laughs> of the night. I'm, you know. <laughs> of the night. Weirdest one of the night. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, so, do we want to talk about the wow? I would love to talk about my wow. wow. I have so much to talk about. Wow. Wow. All right, so this week's woman of the week, woman wrestler of the week. Tell me. Give me the info. Tell me her. I mean. Tell me her. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me her. <laughs> Tell me her, daddy. I mean, I said it last time, but it's Lita, a.k.a. Amy Dumas. Ooh. She's an Aries, an April Aries. Iconic. Um, Yes. Uh, She debuted in uh, January of 1999 
as like a wrestler. That was her official debut in any brand. Um, like she debuted on in WWE. No, just her just wrestling, just wrestling debut. debut. Um, interestingly enough, uh, she started out as a luchador. So in 1998, she went to Mexico and she started wrestling in like a lucha. Um, so like she a had a res- mask, yeah. Uh, yeah, but she was like, yeah, yeah. She was just like wrestling, like with all these like luchadors in in Mexico, and what apparently inspired her to become a professional wrestler was um, she saw Rey Mysterio on Monday Nitro, and she decided that she wanted to become a professional wrestler. It was. Um, he was the one, I guess, that, like, she saw and was like, that's it. That's so cool. Yeah. I think that's so cool that, like, you, I would have never expected, like, Rey Mysterio to be, like, the catalyst for Lita. Well, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, though, it makes sense. Because they're both known for, like, doing those, like, like he's he's a cruiserweight. He flies and flips yeah, through the air, and she does that. She loves time. to do that shit. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that he was her hero. And you just love to hear like all these Latin American like, like especially she did time like working in Mexico wrestling. So like it is cool to see that she like, you know, like truly like cares about the business and wants to learn different types of wrestling mm-hmm. instead of just learning one type and giving like tribute to it like that's how you get good yeah um she signed with ecw in 1999 and she was only there six months before she got signed with wwf (laughs) work yes that's awesome um so she signed with wwf or but in when she was ecw she was working with danny doring and she was that was uh her kayfabe boyfriend Mm -hmm. and get ready for this (laughs) Um, they had a storyline where he proposed in ring to her with a condom. <laughs> like I said, get ready. I don't know what I was expecting, but that was Every it. week we learn about the shit women go through. And it's n- like I'm never used to it. You'd think I would be. <laughs> You'd think. You'd think we would be used to it. I mean, you can't get used to this. It's... Yeah. But she made her official WWF debut in July 1999. And you're going to love... You're actually going to love... This isn't fake. You're going to love... I'm really going to love this. You're actually going to love how she debuted. She was in the hoe train with Godfather. Iconic! Oh my yeah. god. So that was her debut in July, uh, and she worked a little bit with Godfather there. She got paired with Essa Rios, who was a lucha, and they actually got to have a feud um, uh, with uh, Eddie Guerrero, who was teamed up with China at the time. And oh, they got yeah. to work uh, Backlash, uh, and it was for the European Championship. They didn't win it, but... Um, it's still cool, though. Yeah, so like Eddie and China had the championship mm-hmm. um and then of course Essa and Rios feuded a while and around that time her and the Hardys were like training together and kind of working together I guess off screen 
uh, this was before, like, any relationship had started, kind of, I guess, mm-hmm. or, like, at the beginning, and so then when her and Rios were splitting up, uh, the Hardy Boys came in and rescued her, and that was when Team Extreme formed. Right on! Um, so, Team Extreme had some, like, really cool uh, things in how um, it made Lita the first, fi- the only female at the time um, to ever be involved in a TLC match. She was involved in two. Not only one, she was involved in two. Which, one which was one? at SummerSlam, and then the other was at uh, WrestleMania 17 with the triple threat match. And how was she involved? Like, was she, like... Like, going... Uh, like, well, actually, like, getting yeah, she was in actually and, like, involved doing in doing shit. Yeah. She was one of those, like, she's a... She was not only... She's a great... Well, when we were watching the Edge Foley stuff, Lita is one of those managers, wrestlers, not afraid to get involved. She's always been one of those to be viewed as one of the boys. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. It's kind of like, these women didn't give a fuck. It's like, I'm a wrestler. Don't look at me for being a woman. You can see me as a woman, but see me as a wrestler first. Mm-hmm. See me for who I am. Um, she was fucking hardcore. She was fucking hardcore. Um, they, Team Extreme had a rivalry with TNA featuring Trish Stratus, Mm -hmm. um, and that's, and her, them starting that feud, um, in like 2000, 2001-ish when Team Extreme formed, that feud between Lita and Stratus lasted until the day Stratus retired in 2006. That's incredible. So wait, so it's, what year did it start again? Uh, when Team Extreme formed, it was like 2001, 2002 era. Mm -hmm. So like, they had a, like a five, six, like four, four year feud. You know me. I love a feud that lasts a long time. They really did. That's Um, beautiful. Cause that, that way you get arches, man. Yeah. Well, they had a six-person intergender match at Fully Loaded 2000, uh, yeah, 2006. Um, and that was, I believe, I think the match when she was retired. My notes are all over the place. Just like the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> but um, after that, Lita got to have a feud with um, Stephanie McMahon. And the first time Lita ever won the Women's Championship, it was August 21st first 2000 and, and it she, was against McMahon. and it was against Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon and she won it for the first time and she had a 73 day reign that's awesome um, she defended uh, her title in a hardcore match with Jacqueline as well during yeah! this time <laughs> um, which I thought was really cool that like you get to see like all these people um, and then obviously during this time her and Matt Hardy had an off-screen romance, and they started turning that into an actual storyline romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, obviously she's making appearances like the Royal Rumbles and stuff like that. Um, so then things kind of got bad for Team Extreme, if we're looking at it. Um, when Stone Cold turned heel, he... I, ca- I can't remember the match... But he stunned Lita, and he hit her um, with four chair hits, and this was during, like, the Triple H feud Mm -hmm. around that time. And then um, at that same time, there was a Hardy Boys and Team Extreme kind of fallout, and all three of them were out on injury. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, The uh, Triple... The... The heel turn with Stone Cold, I think she actually got, like, really kind of fucked up, like, knee injured or something, but she was gone for a while. 
Like, they all were out for injury. I mean, Team Extreme, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, they were all three out on injury. And this was, like, 2001. <laughs> like, really early in the days of Team Extreme in the Attitude Area. Um, and then she lost her title to Ivory. And it was because of Edge and Christian interference. <laughs> because that feud was starting up. Um in 2002, she in 2002, she had like a really big neck injury. She got she had to have uh, her C5 and her C6 fused together. Um, and during this time, Jeff left actually the company and then Matt moved to SmackDown. So Team Extreme was dissolved at that moment. So Team Extreme had like a 2-year run. Yeah. Um and so she was gone for most of 2002 dealing with her neck injury and surgery and then in 2003 she kind of started coming back and she had a molly holly feud <laughs> molly uh, holly. and then they ended up being um they won uh lita and gail kim had a molly holly versus i can't remember who but they won uh, a tag team match at unforgiven 2003 uh 2003 um, but, uh, Holly had the title and Lita couldn't like beat her for it. Like she went after it at uh, Survivor Series and couldn't go for it. And then when Victoria had the title, they had the first ever, um, women's steel cage match. Uh, Victoria still won. And it was because, That's cool, though. it was because the. There was hearty interference, and Matt was, like, I guess getting revenge or whatever. So was it uh, Lita versus... It was Lita versus Victoria at the steel cage, Mm -hmm. and Victoria uh, won. And so after that, they decided to pair her with Christian. Woo! Um, And then they... So they had a kayfabe romance, and then they... Uh, Stratus and Jericho also were working together at the time. So then those two teams had a rivalry as well. Mm-hmm. Not only did Stratus and Lita already have that rivalry, Christian and Jericho, so it was just like the perfect kind of setup for that. Um, yeah, built-in beef like, And it already. led to... Well, and then the interesting slash shit thing, it led to the Battle of the Sexes at Armageddon. So it was... Uh, Christian and Jericho versus Lita and Stratus, and the women lost. Wow. Yeah, they they literally called it Battle of the Sexes, though. That's the name of the fight they had. I mean... Am I shocked? No. <laughs> um, and then after Battle of the Sexes, they had a four-way uh, battle for the vacant title, mm-hmm. for the women's vacant title, and it was Molly Holly Jazz... Victoria and Lita, and Victoria had the uh, Victoria won the vacant title. Um, and then here's where things get interesting. Where things get saucy. So, Lita starts to have like um, a feud with Kane. <laughs> right. Oh my God, Kane. <laughs> um. To the point of, like, kayfabe pregnancy, um, and there was a match where the stipulation was, was like, 
if um, Cain won, he got to marry her, and so she had to kayfabe marry Cain. Oh my god, that's some like Persephone and Hades bullshit. Oh wait, wait, we're not at the end of it. And then, because she was pregnant, we had to finish this storyline. I'm gonna preface this with a little bit of like a potential content warning. They had um, they had her have a miscarriage in a match after somebody fell on her. Oh my god! Like they didn't like they didn't do like a belly yeah, but or no, it was like kayfabe. Like... Yeah, it was like it was one of those. But like I thought that was really in like some shit taste. Jesus. That was like two thousand four. They had a lot of shit like that. Yeah. That I mean, that's not. A, I'm not excusing any of it, but that I'm saying that was a common thing. Like, I feel like somebody, like, that's not the the first kayfabe abortion. No, but it's still fucked. It's disgusting. It's still fucked they did it. Um, And then at Summer Series, or Survivor Series 2005, we also, we had Lita versus Stratus again. Um, (laughs) Lita broke her nose and there was a DQ, the match was DQ'd. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Um, like, she legit broke her nose? Like, yeah, there was a... It was not a cafe. Like, the injury was real. <laughs> like, Lita got her fucking nose broke. Um, and then, later that same year, on Raw, uh, she beat Stratus for the second title. That So, Lita had it twice. She had two title she, reigns? Uh, she had two title reigns. That's awesome. Yeah. Um... But, like, the worst thing about when I was reading about Lita is she had a lot of injury. But that's also because she just say, goes hard in the paint. I was going to say, she's, um, like, a hardcore dude. She really like, is. Because um, at New Year's Revolution tw- uh, 2006, she tore her ACL in the match, which led to a rushed finish because of the extent of her injury. Yeah. And um, uh, Stratus won that match, obviously. But like they had to rush, they had to rush the ending of it. Um, But um, after she uh, she recovered, obviously, um, and she was out until May. She came back in May um, because in May she turned heel for the first time in her career. She had been faced that entire time. That's bananas to me. That it really is. She was a she was technically a face for so long. That just blows my mind. Yeah. But you're also going to love this because this is when she started working with Edge. I was going to say, I think that's why, because, like, when <laughs> she I turned think of her, like, started working with Edge. I always remember her um, and her Edge stuff. I think that's why I'm like, no, she's marriage, such a heel, though. Their marriage was interrupted by Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here's where things get a little saucy once again with Lita. So, um, during this whole time, her and Matt Hardy had been dating. Oh, yeah, all of this. During this entire period, like, even though, you know, they weren't working together, they were together in a romantic relationship off screen. Not kayfabe, a real, real life, they loved each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a true, true affair. Lita started sleeping around with Edge. And I guess 
you know, Matt obviously found out about it. Well, and yeah, I mean, you're all turned, traveling together. I don't know how they were able to hide that, honestly. And then they turned the, the real issues into oh, yeah, storyline as well. That's what's disgusting about WWE. They do that shit all the time. All the time. And then um, it led to uh, Matt eventually getting fired because he, like, decided to go on a rant on his blog about everything that went happen after with Lita and Edge and the whole affair and then the storyline and everything. And WWE ended up firing him over it. Um, and Lita got so much heat, like real heat from fans, like for, because of it, yeah. that like shortly after the WWE had to rehire Matt because of it. They rehired wow. Matt because of it. Um, because, like, she was getting so, so much heat. Much heat. Um, and at one point when I was reading about it, um, Trish, because they were true, true alive friends, great rivals, kayfabe, but um, I guess when they were in, they were performing somewhere and Stratus went off script on the crowd because they were getting so, they were had so much heat towards Lita because of this whole incident that they were just being terrible to Lita and Stratus went off on the crowd like off script off to everything and from what I read like after they got back and they were in Gorilla like Lita was shaken because of like how she felt after like here are thousands of people literally like I mean, wishing that's the work effect on you like yeah and it's one of those like it's something like she's already has like real life drama and then it's amplified because of the storyline and then it's amplified even more because it is actually true things that are happening and then you you're can't getting, escape it it's you like can't your and real it's life is like your it's work. so terrible but um so, yeah, there's that's whole thing. So I feel like Lita got done so dirty due to injury, due to all this heat she kept getting. It's it's mad fucked. And then he, we're not even done yet. Of course, can't have this. Here we come to uh, the live sex celebration. I was waiting for this. Yeah, because um, she protested this. Like she, she did, and it wasn't revealed until this fucking year. She didn't speak out about it officially until this year. Um, and both Edge and, I know you don't like him, but both Edge and John Cena were like, we weren't comfortable with this, but we were forced to do this. Mm -hmm. And it's mad fucked, but it was one of those, like, Edge and Lita were forced to have, like, a live sex celebration in ring. Um, and she revealed this year that she would have gotten fired if she didn't go through with it. And nobody felt comfortable doing it, and they really forced her into it. And it's one thing that, like, I really, I can't ever forgive, like, people for, is that. Because, like, like, how fucking dare you? How fucking it. dare it's, you? It's fucking disgusting. Um, to put a woman in that kind of position. Literally, you're putting them on a suicide mission. You're either telling them to, like, do this thing that is, like, goes against their morals and how they feel... Or you can fire them. Like, I've been put in that position before, and it is the arguably worst position I've ever been in. Like, you're like, oh, so if I don't do this, I don't have a way to pay my bills. Like, well, and it's disgusting, really, because it's like, because of how few rights WWE superstars have to begin with, because they're technically freelance performers. They're not, like, a union or anything like that. Yeah. Like, they have... 
very little benefits, very little to like. Yeah, already going back on, them up. Like, it's it truly is disgusting. Yeah. Um, Fuck man. Um, and then in twenty uh, two thousand six, she had a bit of a rivalry with Mickey James, who is the current title holder, and she defeated her for her third title reign. <laughs> How many times total does this bitch hold him? Are you not going to tell me? And Don't then, tell me. Then we have Cyber Sunday of 2006. I'm glad they didn't bring that back. Uh, they did. Um, they did in 2006. And the title was vacant at that, to- at that point. Oh, okay. So Lita went and won it for the fourth time. <laughs> and that was the last time she won it. Okay, she so won she it held it four total tour, times. Total of four times. Okay. Um, and then Survivor Series um, was her last match before she retired, retired, and she lost her title at Survivor Series. Um, uh, Who'd she drop the title to? I will have to look it up again. I can't remember. No worries. Um, but, and then she ended up retiring right after from wrestling, or she said she was, but it was one of those, it was like... She pretty much attributed it to 18 months of her being relentlessly bullied through the WWE and through everything going on with the Edge storyline and all the heat she was getting. And she just, she pretty much had to like walk away. Mm -hmm. She was like, I have to quit because I'm getting so much heat. She did the indie circuit for a while. She also started a band. Um, yeah, she started like a, like a, like a rock band. That's cool. Um, and then she was gone for a hot second and then... Around, she did like a couple WWE appearances in like 2007, and then right around 2010, she started appearing more and more. Um, and then our girl was inducted into the class of 2014 for the Hall of Fame. Who inducted her? She had her best friend Trish Stratus induct her. Aww, yeah, she had her best friend induct her, and then right after that, um. This was during the Divas Evolution. She was the one who introduced the new women's title and got rid of the Diva title. That's she, awesome. She was the one who retired the Diva title and introduced the women's title. And then she returned for Evolution. And it was a tag team match. And it was her and Stratus. I love it that like after all these years of feuding, they, they're just like tag teaming together. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so it was her and Stratus, and it was originally supposed to be um, Alexa Bliss and I believe Mickey James, but Alexa Bliss got injured, so it ended up being Alicia Fox. But it didn't matter anyway because Lita won, and <laughs> Stratus won. But um, and then she really hasn't. She's been showing up on like Talking Raw and like doing pre-show interviews. But other than that, after that match, she really hasn't been doing any wrestling. Um, but she, yeah, she's just living her life. Good for her. Oh, I mean, shit. With everything she went through physically, she deserves to just physically chill and out. mentally chill out and um, live your life, mama. I think one of the things I read is that she's a vegan too. Good for her. But like from everything I was always reading, um, like she just seemed like such a nice person. Um, yeah, her band's called the Lucha Gores. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. It's everything I love. It's spooky. uh, They're a punk rock band. 
Oh my god, yes. Um, and during her last match at Survivor Series, she was wearing her own band shirt. But I guess they broke up in 2014, but... Oh, R.I.P. Lucha Gores. Lucha Gores! Gone but not forgotten. But no. Um, she also was, like, a animal, like, welfare activist, and she actually started her own, um, charity. It's called Adore for the Amy Dumas Operation Rescue and Education. Ooh! Yeah. That's um, really cool. Yeah. She also apparently dated CM Punk for a hot minute. Yeah. I feel like... Who's he married to now? He's married to... Uh, AJ Lee. I was gonna say, he's married to another wrestler now. AJ Lee, he's married to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because they got married on the day he got fired. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Well, I should say they fired him on the day he, he was getting married. married. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> oh well. But no, that's cool. Lita's dope. Yeah. Shout- she- good for you. Good for you, Lita. Good Thank for you, you, Lita. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess she wrote a book about in like 2003 called uh or like. Uh, like Lita, a road less or uh, a less traveled road. The reality of Amy Dumas. R O A D. So Ooh. a lot of acronyms. She likes using acronyms. Yeah. But that's cool. Um, I think it's really interesting because well, WWE boy, when I said that I was gonna be like talking about Lita, he got really excited and like showed me a photo of him front row at a at a house show of Lita and was like, she was always one of the boys. It didn't matter who you are, if you were a boy or a girl, like, Leo's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's really cool to see, you know... She seems like, like, one of our kind of gals, like... Yeah, and she's... I'm glad to see that she's getting the respect she deserves. Like, it sucks that she didn't get it when she deserved it, though. When she was currently, like, wrestling in the ring, but, um... Man, WWE is notorious for not notorious giving people for their people flowers. Doing di- they people never doing do. people dirty. But I do like, like, the more we do is, like, seeing all, like, the crossovers and stuff. Like, well, yeah. she had with Jacqueline and with Stratus and with Molly Holly and, like, all these people. And so it's really cool to see that, the, like, they're all still super supportive of each other. Like, tr- like it literally said, like, Lita had her best friend, Trish Stratus, induct her into the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like, it's, like, that's really cool that, like, they were, ri- they had arguably one of the greatest women's rivalries of the time, the fact that it, it didn't end until one of them retired. retired yeah. <laughs> that's truly beautiful. That's, I like, mean, that's you a know great me. rivalry. I love, I love a good long long run. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so that's Lita. Lita! Lita! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Wow. That's cool. Wow, Wow, Lita. Lita. I've always been a, a, a fan, but now I know more. You have always wowed us when you, like, moonsault off of tall things. Dude, for real. Or when in the Royal Rumble, when it was, like, they all took after The Undertaker, and she took, like, a choke slam. Like, damn. Yeah, She's not really afraid cool. to take a bump. Like, uh, that's what I really enjoyed. Like, when we were watching the, uh, 
the untold about the Foley edge match. Yeah, she was getting involved. She lit the table. Mm -hmm. And she was like, wow, that's hotter than I thought it was going to be. Or when she, like, when she took the bump, like, and, like, she was just like, yeah, I knew I just had to ragdoll and then roll out of the way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, damn, dude. (laughs) Just taking bumps like nobody's business. Yeah, but she was also a style icon. Like, I loved her outfits. Oh, my she, God. She dressed, like, comfy and badass. Like, like that's me in a Baggy pants. Like, like, she was, like, the 90s style. Like, baggy pants, like, mm-hmm. ratty shirts, like, it was long hair with, like, that was, like, the maroon she color. She has, like, full tattoo sleeves. She looks really cool. I would, I would love to meet Lita and just, like, be like, I love you. I will say, like, I don't know how I feel about the whale tail that she used to wear. Because I'm like, again, I don't, if it's her choice, I'm cool with it. True. That's how, it's like I always say. If it's I mean, it was choice, also very of the time, so like, who knows? Yeah, I know. Whale tails were a thing. But Ugh. I'm just like, that's like a, ooh, we had 6%. How's that happening? <laughs> I don't know. Because she's an old computer. <laughs> but, oh, wow. but yeah, I was about to say, I really liked learning about Lita. And I'm kind of, I, I have no idea who I want to do now. Like, well, like I feel like we keep we've kept hearing about Victoria a lot. I'm intrigued by her. And then Ivory has started coming Mm -hmm. up too. I know. I need to figure out who I'm gonna do for my next one. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's you. I did my part. I know. You're next. Cause like the two that I know I want to do, I'm saving them for June. (laughs) Okay. But. So, it's May. <laughs> it's gonna be. Man, fuck Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, what was it? What's the Britney Spears May joke? I can't remember. Oh, what was it? I have it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. That's why I'm asking. Wait, no, I can't speak. Oh, yeah. Just so typically May. That's what it was. There it is. I'm dreaming away. Within the heat of the heat of the Oh my god, stop. We're already going to get struck by Britney's lawyers. I know, I'm sorry. That's why I was trying not to sing the words. <laughs> but also free Britney, so. Uh, free Britney. Also, ooh, we should... I need to do karaoke. That's why I keep busting out no songs like this. You just always I have bust no out into songs. I need to be free. <laughs> <laughs> but, oof. I guess, what else do we want to talk about? Do you have anything else you want to say? For the pod? Um, for the people? For the people, what is the name? I mean, other than Daniel Bryan, we're going to miss you. Um, Ooh, yeah. Let's enjoy say. retirement. Is he actually retired, though? I think he's done. It would, I would be shocked if he went to AEW or anything like that. I mean, let's be realistic. He just had another kid. He's got he's to he's gotta think of the future at this point. He's it's like Mick Foley said. There's life after wrestling. Well, it's also one of those he's coming back after an injury that should that have, should ended, have him. ended his life or career. Like, you're lucky to live your life, like your body is going to be okay. Like, mm-hmm. you, it's been through shit, but you're going to make it through time to enjoy it now. Exactly. Don't, don't, 
be like, wow, I wish I didn't have done that, like, didn't do that bump and be, you know, in a wheelchair, not around instead of being around. I mean, because, I mean, I mean, there's so many cases. Literally. Like, fuck, it wasn't. Salvio Vega or D'Lo Brown who accidentally paralyzed a guy? Oh, uh, it was D'Lo. It yeah. was, yeah, Devon. Devon. No, it wasn't Devon Dudley. No. D'Lo was, Brown. No, I'm trying to think of the guy he did, or he paralyzed. Oh. It began with a D as well. Uh, that's a um, sad thing to Google, but here we go. <laughs> Fuck. It's just, God. That's like, there really is a dark side draws. of the ring, you know what I mean? Draws. That was the guy's name. Oh, yeah. God. Like, that's gotta fuck you up, man. Yeah, and it was one of those, like, he just slipped ever so mm-hmm. slightly. Well, and I mean, it's, it's, like a, with it's Owen the same with thing Stone with... Cold. I mean, you wa- we watched it. It's like, it's just because, I mean, Stone Cold was sweaty, you know? Owen just couldn't get a grip. He just... Like a, like a hot dog through a bun, just slipped right through. Yeah. I think I want a hot dog. You always want a hot dog. I do. Like I said, I'm trash. <laughs> Subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> like our Instagram. Yeah. Do everything. Go find us on Twitter and on Instagram. At, we are... At High Heels Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, please like and subscribe <laughs> in, um, on iTunes. That five-star review... It does a lot more than you think it does. Leaving a review does a lot more than you think it does. Um, Subscribing does a lot more than you think it does. Also, shout out to the one person in the UK, the one person in Germany, and apparently the one person in India listening to the podcast. We're international bitches. We salute you. Yeah. And then shout out to Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown, always. I'd like to think it's like... All the re- like the R.I.P. wrestlers who were like listening, listening to from us. Beyond. Yeah. It's like, what was that? Was that that white noise movie? Was it that movie about? I don't. I have no idea. I never saw it, but. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> I'm just assuming that that was like a guy trying to contact his wife through the white noise of his TV or something like that. I thought that was Poltergeist. No, that's different. okay (laughs) that was like the suburbs were built on top of an old indian burial ground and the guy was like you guys moved the gravestones but you didn't move the bodies you moved the gravestones but you didn't move the bodies well on that riveting ending thanks for listening to our wrestling podcast (laughs) thank you for coming to high heels we love you well that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to make it weird. Um, <laughs> did we even introduce ourselves? No. What's the point? <laughs> Not going to well, uh, 116 minutes in. Well, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter solo and on Instagram solo at Sarah Reeter because I am not the original. There's a Finsta out there, but good luck finding it. Ha 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 ha! I think it um, showed up in my recommended low key. <laughs> so good luck finding it. Um, if you want to follow me, oh you God. can look through and find things. Uh, don't look at my Twitter. That's my 
void machine. That's her personal diary. Also, How I'm, dare you? But also, I'm not gonna make it private because I don't give a shit. Oh, today's my Twitterversary, so. Happy Twitterversary. I've been on that hellscape for 12 years, and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. Hell yeah. So please follow my my, my trash can. <laughs> All right. After the world's longest outro. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.